When the CEO of North America's largest installation resource company wanted to get a better idea of how his employees were doing, he set out to create Rhonda, an AI-powered digital persona that could check in with them and monitor employee satisfaction. Now he's taking the SaaS solution to market in hope other companies can use it to check in with their employees and improve company culture. We'll explore how Rhonda came to be next on Techopia Live. And welcome to Techopia Live. I'm Sherry Ask with the Ottawa Business Journal. And joining me today is Rudy Asir, the CEO of I Am I People and the creator of Rhonda. Rudy, thank you for joining me and welcome to Techopia Live. Thank you for having me, Sherry. So um, on Techopia Live, we normally start with the elevator pitch and I would ask people, tell me about blank, what is it? But in this case, I guess it might be more appropriate to say, tell me about Rhonda, who is it? And uh, right? what is your elevator pitch for Rhonda? No, for sure. I mean, simply put, Rhonda's an employee engagement tool. It's driven by AI. We're in the middle of this great resignation sort of area going on right now where more and more employees are just constantly feeling disconnected with their organization. So we thought it'd be really interesting to put some technology together to try and help and provide a better experience for people with the companies that they're working with and really provide managers with data as to how are our people doing, right? And what we focus on a lot is around the sentiment analysis. So we're in constant communication with workforces across the world. Um, we're simply asking them, look, on a scale of one to five, how's your week going? And that information is so key to us and we're able to triage it for those that are you know, doing great and everything seems to be in line to those that you know, might have an issue. Um, and it's something as simple as, you know, just providing people with that, that button they can press and their voice can be heard. And given the environment, I think that we're in, Sherry, I mean, it's so obvious that everyone is all over the place. There's a lot of mixed information everywhere. People are working remote. People are modified. There's all of these, all this change going on. And managers are just having such a hard time engaging with their workforce. So we hope with the Rhonda platform and solution that it finally gives people an opportunity to sort of really communicate how they're doing and start that crucial conversation around performance improvements or areas of concern and, and things like that. So simply put, the elevator pitch is we're an experiential platform. We want to really engage uh, with workforces around the world and help them feel more connected to, to their enterprise or, or employer. Yeah, I think you've explained really well the, the need for it now. But to back up a bit, uh, five or so years ago, what gave you the idea for Rhonda originally? Yeah, it, it was interesting. Uh, so I joined this organization five years ago as a CEO for a company called IMI, which is where I am now. And it's such an interesting organization. I mean, they had a, a, a fragmented workforce all across uh, North America at the time. And it was so challenging to try to get a better understanding of who are our resources? What skills do they have? Are they truly happy? And, and I'm talking, you know, we've had thousands of employees. So we needed to come up with something that was 
that had high impact and at scale. And with the Rhonda solution that came together, it was really a simple opportunity to say, okay, let's reach out to the workforce and start having these conversations and say, look, on a scale of one to five, how are you doing? And the data that came in was, was very interesting. Um, I certainly won't sugarcoat it and say, oh, it was all rainbows and unicorns. Um, there were some really upset people. And uh, so as a new leader in the organization, I had a duty and a responsibility to start triaging through some of this information and really trying to get to the core of, you know, what was some of the discontent? Um, some people felt, well, I'm not moving in the company. I'm not progressing at a pace I thought I would be. I don't like the roles that I'm doing. You know, standard things that are really not unique to, you know, a lot of other organizations. But what's unique to us is we actually had those conversations. So with Rhonda, I was able to converse with thousands of workers all over the world, essentially, and really start triaging these sets. And, you know, also more importantly, cataloging their skill sets and their strengths and really making sure that they're providing a tremendous amount of value to the organization and, and being happy. So it's really just that engagement. Yeah. How did you know that um, Rhonda helped improve employee culture? Uh, or was is there a specific example, I guess, that you have that you were able to use the data for or a, a measurement that came back? Yeah, I mean, listen, the boring stuff is, is this, this, this. I mean, some people love the data, don't get me wrong. But the data dem clearly demonstrated an, an increase in culture performance by, I think it was 20% initially, which is fantastic. What does that mean? What it means is that, you know, we were to benchmark culture immediately. So we were able to go out and say, look, let's take all these data sets, 2000 plus employees, where are we averaging? And we are averaging just below, you know, just about 3.1, 3.2 out of five, if we were to use that as a reference. And so we said, okay, so what are we gonna do to make that a 3.5 or a four? What type of behaviors does the organization have to do to start really moving the needle in you know, a better direction, let's say? So by simply having those conversations, the scores started to change immediately because over the following weeks, people were saying, well, you know, IMI really does care. IMI really does listen. IMI is really engaged with this workforce. So we started to see the, the, you know, the, the, the shift in the culture happen real time. So data aside, people started talking about, well, IMI is one of the greatest places to work. I love working at IMI. I enjoy this Rhonda technology that I have because normally I wouldn't be comfortable raising my hand and saying, hey, I don't feel the greatest. And I don't know why, but more and more organizations today are tasked to perform at a world-class level. But a lot of us still continue to use these archaic management structures quarterly reviews or in some organizations oh well we'll do an annual review really i mean or can you survey. imagine can you imagine sherry a world-class sports team right and they get off the ice or the basketball court or whatever it is they're into and the coach says let's not talk about this game until the season's over hmm. however organizations are expected to perform at a world-class level but they operate at an archaic structure with an archaic structure so we're really trying to pivot that and yeah. engagement for me is so important to every single employee that works within our organization. And that was really the fuel behind it. I wanted to get engaged. I want to get a better understanding of, you know, who the people we, we have and who they are and what they're doing and their preferences and really start building roadmaps to success and, and, and aligning them to where, where they want to be. And for sure, there were some challenges and I'm sure we'll get into that. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I was going to ask you about the challenges, um, but as well, how did you know, because um, this, what's neat about this story is it started internally, you got to test it, you got to work out some of those challenges, and then what made you decide it was ready to take to market? Yeah, I, I mean, bringing the, the, the solution, the platform to market was really just a product of the environment. So I'm really passionate about the technology. I, I love change management. I love digital transformation. It's, it's my core set of, of what I do. And, you know, when I'm on an assignment and working with organizations, I really try to bring out the maximum value out of that company in, in a very unique experience. So I had been communicating this Rhonda messaging for a long time. And say, look, you know, there's a better way to do things. Um, there's certainly technology that's available out there that you, know, you can leverage and you can pull together a stack and put something together that works. And it, it really drove, you know, out of these conversations, you know, my community of peers and, and different business leaders in, in, in the area started looking at this and say, hey, I'm really curious about what it is that you're saying. Um, which, which is exciting. I was at a, a fantastic conference uh, a couple of years ago. I was invited with Ernst & Young on the Strategic Growth Summit. And, uh, and Chuck Robbins, CEO of Cisco, was one of the, uh, one of the speakers there. And I had the, the opportunity to talk with him after. And I said, listen, I got an experiential software deck that's driven by AI. I think it can really make an impact. And immediately he said, we need to talk. And uh, you know, obviously, confidentially, we're having some kind of discussions in the background. But you know, it's just instant. Business leaders get it. If you genuinely care about your culture and you want to get further engaged into what makes the organization tick, this is by far the easiest platform for you to deploy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rudy, I just want to take a second because we've been talking about building relationships to share a message mm -hmm. from one of the supporters of Techopia Alive. Yes. One of the resources that many local tech firms are turning to is the University of Ottawa's Faculty of Engineering, which is one of the supporters of Techopia Live. And there's an opportunity for local companies to solve technical challenges through research partnerships at the University of Ottawa. The faculty's researchers are focused on applying their expertise to tackle real world problems and are keen to work with businesses to bring these solutions to market. So these collaborations can unlock funding opportunities as well as lead to grants for hiring PhD students. Companies can also access labs, specific equipment and gain access to world leading researchers. And you can learn more about the opportunities available to local firms at engineering.uottawa.ca. Oh, that's that's great. You know, no, no plug there, Sherry, but I'm sure, as you know, I'm an alumni from the University of Ottawa, and I, I just have the utmost respect for that institution. Uh, they produce some incredible talent, you know, over the years, and I've had the opportunity to interface with all sorts. And I certainly know the Ottawa business community has as well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a fantastic program. And uh, that's, that's great. I love it. That's wonderful. It's a wonderful personal note as well. Yeah. Um, I just want to go back to what you were saying about the excitement that you were hearing, you know, when, when you tell leaders about this tool and uh, the feedback you got right away. Do people mind at all that it is a bot that is messaging them? I know Rhonda has a name and she's personal, but do people mind that it's a bot and not their manager or, or not an HR person messaging them? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the techies out there will call it a bot all day. Um, you know, it's a line of code. Uh, 
uh, it performs a function. The algorithm is, is relatively simple. I mean, it's very it's a very elegant algorithm that we've put together, uh, and because it's so simple, it it has so much impact. But you know, we really put a lot of research into creating a digital persona, and we felt that you know individuals, if you you know somewhat try to humanize the experience, it just makes it that much more palatable to the individual experiencing the technology. And that was really from the core of the drawing room. When we sat down together and said, look, we're gonna build this solution. How do we make this, you know, how do we humanize it, but not try to be cheeky and, and do all of these different things. So Rhonda came out of the Beach Boys, you know, help, help me Rhonda. And we just wanted to create that lifeline to, you know, all the men and women we have in the organization so that they have access to a resource that can triage and, and, and help them out. Uh, but certainly the data, I mean, it's, it's a big thing and some people are comfortable communicating with technology. And we talked about challenges a little bit earlier. I mean, I, I would say this is challenge number one, right? How do you get a large workforce to now engage with technology? Wow. Um, well, you need to understand your workforce, number one, and you need to really build a clear communication strategy in advance of launching your solution, product, or ideas. And I think that's a basic business. You know, I feel that's a basic business principle. Communication is so key. So we went out and said, look, we're creating this thing. This is what it's going to do. This is how it's going to work. And this hopefully will really help you in what it is that you're trying to do and provide you with a great experience. Um, so the message was set. The standard was established before, you know, we even launched the, 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 the solution. So, you know, we managed it through that and through education and really trying to bring people together and, and manage tough topics like data security, right? I mean, that always comes up. Um, how do you handle, I guess, those, those tough topics? Because even say you get buy-in for the bot or for the bot for Wanda and people accept it, I, I think there still has to be like a manager on the other end or there has to be a human response to the data, correct? At some point? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the magic sauce is a triage. Uh, I mean, our solution provides a, a very computated uh, set, right? So you tell it what to do and it does it. Where the success of the victories come in is the human interaction with that data to now translate that into action. Um, as an example, you know, we, we had an individual who was constantly a one and a two all the time. And... I spoke with the manager and I said, okay, so what are you going to do about it? Right. Um, I mean, that's the purpose of management is try to interact with, with your workforce. And I said, you know, what, what can you do? Um, and he said, I didn't even know. I said, okay, well, you know, now, you know, let's have some conversations. So they started having conversations with it and, and the solution was re relatively simple in nature. Um, but sometimes you get lost in large organizations, right? Uh, and they were able to augment that score now where that individual's a happy, you know, three and a half, four. I don't think that person will ever be a five. Um, and you've got those in companies who are just like, listen, I'm, you know, cool and easy. I, you know, I don't want to go too wild. So, you know, that's where, where that came from. And then we've had other situations where an, a specific individual was always scoring a low. And the manager said, I don't know what to do. Um, and then we have some difficult, crucial conversations, right? Um if someone has a certain level of discontent in whatever it is that they're doing, if it's work or personal and you can't fix that problem, then maybe it's time to look in the mirror and say, okay, well, this environment isn't right for you. And, you know, we've had to have those crucial conversations, right? We generally want our people to be happy. We generally want our people to provide as much value as they can and, and augment and, and enhance the experience of IMI. 
But if, you know, they're just miserable and not happy people, um, then we have to have those tough conversations, right? For me, it's always two things. It's number one, what is your technical contribution to the organization, which is important. And number two, what is your cultural contribution to the organization? And I don't care in my world with what we do. I mean, we are a people company. We are rooted in the people business. I don't care if you're wicked smart, but if you're a jerk, you don't have a place for us with this organization, you know, and that's how we drive a positive culture environment. So um, let's talk about taking this to other companies because mm -hmm. it was created internally. Now it's being offered to others. What are the challenges of the phase you're in right now? I know you mentioned, you know, getting buy-in for for the, the algorithm, um, you mentioned privacy data. What are the big challenges you're seeing as you try to make this work for other companies? Well, I, it's a push-pull effect. So most of the business leaders that I communicate love it, right? Which is typical, you know, C-suite type of attitude. This is great, let's do it. But really, you know, in an organization, you gotta go a few layers down and get buy-in at that level. And I never love to, you know, push anything, uh, any agendas on anyone. I mean, it's got to be a collaborative process uh, and it's got to make sense for that organization. And I, I don't think Rhonda is the solution for all. Um, you know, it's a solution for an organization that's looking to change and is looking to get further engaged with their people. And there may be organizations out there that said, you know what, we don't care. That's fine. We're not interested in this stuff. And that's totally, totally normal. So it's, it's getting proper alignment between HR IT and the C-suite. So everyone has this common goal together to say, hey, we, we, we're, we're going to go ahead with the Rhonda team and the offering that we've put together to improve and enhance our company. And if we have that, then it's literally a slam dunk. Then it's no issue at all. We have these great collaborative meetings and, and you know, we launch it. We work on awesome messaging. You know, how are we going to launch your digital persona for company X, Y, or Z? Uh, and all of these different types of things. I mean, it's just an amazing, amazing process. But if there's resistance at the execution level, then you're going to have a hard time. I mean, business leaders are like, hey, this is great. I want to do this. But you have to have your whole team on board. Yeah. I love that recognition that, you know, the C-suite will be on board, but you have to go a few levels lower to, to make sure that employees are willing to engage with it um, and, and, are, and are willing to pick it up. Um, yeah. Where do you where do you want to see things go? Um, I, how many? I know you guys only just went um, recently went, so it's now publicly available. Can you tell us how many uh, companies are using this right now besides IMI and 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 where it might go in the future? Yeah, we are. I mean, it's exciting. We've been talking about and oh my god, so many lessons on this one too. Um, you know, launching software is not easy. <laughs> this is typical C-suite stuff, right? Where I'm like, hey, this is do, let's do this. And they're like, wow, Rudy, there's a lot of elements. You know, I mean, something as simple as how do you want to transact, you know, from a monetary standpoint? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, credit card, something, you know, do we do a Shopify plugin? You know, what do we do, right? And they're like, no, you know, you got to create an environment. And then the software has to be able to create its unique environment for whoever's utilizing it. And then there's data security and everything. So we're super fortunate that we were able to partner uh, with Microsoft Azure to provide world-class data encryption and security. I mean, that was right off the top, one of our major things. But you learn a lot of these things. So, um, you know, where do we go from here? What's sort of my vision expectations on the Rhonda commercialization uh, initiative? It's just to make it accessible and easy. Um, I think, you know, great success is really in something that's, you know, makes it simple, 
right? You should be able to go to Rhonda.ai, browse the site, take a look, and just click it and try it. You know, that, that's all it is. And I think I feel strongly that it'll be viral. And I've sat in a lot of meetings over the past year with all sorts of business consultants and managers and everyone. And, oh, you need to hire a great big sales team and all these things. And there's so many stories of you know, organizations that just go at it the wrong way. And if it's not natural, if it doesn't make sense, then you don't need this horsepower behind you. I mean, why try to you know, convert somebody? It's just too much work. So if they generally want to you know, make their company a better place and, and further engage with it, um, you know, that's, that's the way to go. Does IMI have the capacity to scale it up and offer it? Like you say, if it goes viral, do you, do you have the capacity um, to adapt it to that many um, business clients, however that may be? Yeah, absolutely. And, and we're scaling what I call in a, in a responsible fashion. So, you know, you build it, they will come. Yeah, that works to some extent. Um, but you have to be very careful, right? And you got to scale responsibly. And what I mean by that is managing your financial drivers, your internal controls, and making sure that you're moving at the right pace as, as things develop. And you got to make sure that your stack is, is prepared to grow as well. So, you know, having great partners around our technology um, you know, even just the, the Ernst and Young team from the financial side and auditing and everything we're doing. So we're running at a fully compliant level so that we can grow. We have access to capital, you know, working with Microsoft Azure and their team is fantastic. Uh, working with Alice and PR over in the U.S. as well is incredible to really make sure we're tuning our message so that it's clear and concise to the marketplace uh, is, is super key. So, no, we're, we're prepared to scale. And uh, we can definitely do that. The technology is there. The platform was built by some great engineers in Ottawa, uh, which I'm really proud of to be a Canadian company that's, that's operating some really cool tech down there. And uh, I mean, we have so many great resources in Ottawa. It's tough. All my friends that are, you know, been on your show before and, and different recipients of things, you know, we all battle for the same resources. And uh, but we love the ecosystem. You know, uh, Ottawa is such a great town and there's so much opportunity for young talent coming out of programs such as, you know, Ottawa U and, and different areas to to really start to craft their skill and exercise it and try it. And, you know, experiential AI is where we're at, uh, specifically with this portfolio of all the companies that I manage. And uh, it's exciting. It's really exciting. Simply. Yeah. Well, it sounds exciting. Um, it, it's great to hear you talk yeah. about it. Um, is there anything else you want to say or, or let people know about uh, about the tool or about the industry or about the market before we go? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've talked a lot about digital transformation for organizations. Um, I think that you know, if an organization is looking to pivot and really, you know, reset kind of where they're at and, and go through sort of a 2.0 exercise, uh, it's really about communication and, and building the team and start identifying, you know, what is it, who do we want to be and how do we get there and what technology can we leverage to help us drive there? And, you know, I hope through our conversation today that, you know, someone out there is looking at and saying, hey, this is kind of cool. I'd love to, to sample our organization to see where we're sitting from a culture standpoint and really start providing now a more unique digital experience uh, to, uh, to their organization, which is exciting. And, and selfishly on our side, we're hiring. Uh, you know, my biggest challenge, Sherry, is people. 
I need people all day. And uh, we're, we're constantly looking for, you know, developers and, and all sorts of, you know, designers and things inside to come and help, you know, build this, this great program that we put together. And uh, we're always open to, to receive. And uh, yeah, so it's amazing. Well, I think uh, it, it might help you out that employees who do come to work for you, they'll know that they'll have Rhonda on their side. Uh, right. I love the I love the help me Rhonda reference from the Beach Boys that you said that's where the name came from. Very cool. Exactly. Thank you so much, Rudy. It was wonderful to talk with you today um, and hear about how this came to be. Uh, good luck. Uh, we'll be keeping an eye on it for sure. Excellent. Thank you so much, Sherry, and thank you to the Auto Business Journal and everything you guys do to the community. I've always been a great supporter uh, of you guys and everything you're putting together. It's, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, I'm also excited. I got an email yesterday. The 40 under 40 uh, nominations are coming out again. So hopefully a lot of people can get their, get some talent in there and recognize the folks that are building great companies in our community. Absolutely. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. And before we go, I just want to take a moment to thank uh to share and thank our sponsors without whom this show would not be possible. Number Crunch offering virtualized CFO services for SaaS companies. Curly Robertson, Hill and McDougall, a leader in business and tech law. TD Bank with specialized programs for tech firms the University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not just a great show. We are also online with new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. If you are on Facebook or Twitter, you can follow us. Our handle is at techopiaott. If you are on YouTube, please subscribe, hit the like button, or you can leave a comment down below. And that is it for this episode of Techopia Live. Thank you so much for joining us. And we will be back soon with another episode of Techopia Live.